Brian Bershinger, co-host with Will Benson of the legendary Swing Shift podcast. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Okay, we get it. We never should have doubted you. This is Swing Shift. My name is Ryan Bershinger. He is Bo Benson. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SwingShiftRNB. Uh, the Dodgers, once again, are NL West champions. This is the 10th one in the last 11 years. And it's very annoying that we have to say 10 out of 11. Because literally, if uh, if they call that check swing on Darren Ruff... Uh, the Dodgers win the NL West in 2021. We're saying 11 straight. Then we don't have to do this whole weird technicality. There was so much from that year where, like, yeah. And, it, I mean, it goes both ways for sure. But, mm-hmm. like, there was a game where, like, Will Smith played first base for the first time in his, like, professional career, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. yeah, and it was, it was like, late in the game And, like, Trey Turner <laughs> committed, like, four errors. Like, yeah, that's just what a good relic of a, a time long gone. And we also, I just want to make clear, like, we knew all of this information, like, before we started the show. Right, right. Like, this is our first no, attempt at yeah. recording this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is, For all the haters uh, and losers out there that doubt both the Dodgers' ability to win the NL West, um, certainly nobody on this show. <laughs> um, um, let's... Let's just both be transparent. And I'm going to be nice to you and say that I did also say that the Dodgers were not going to win the NLS. Yeah, no, the and that's what matters season. is we both thought they were not going to win the division. Right. So that's what's important. Uh, specific records or anything like that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and also, like, in fairness, they looked like shit to start the year. Yeah. So uh, it's not, you know, it's not my fault the Padres didn't know how to win more than three games in a row until a week ago. Right. That, oh, man, that's so good. It's also not, like the Diamondbacks looked like a legitimate threat for a while, yeah, and they yeah. they really fell off. I mean, our dear friend JP Morosi was like kind of taking it as just for granted that the Diamondbacks were probably going to win the division the first mm. few weeks of the season. Yeah. Um. So very interesting year. I, you know, it, the Dodgers won. There, <laughs> it's so boring to win the division every year, but it's not boring. <laughs> and I think it is something that like we should be more thankful for because it's fucking hard to win a fucking division in baseball. Yeah. Um, I think the thing about baseball right now that's most interesting to me is all these people going Charlie Day in uh, Always Sunny, like fucking pinning all the schedules up against the wall and like going insane trying to tell you how the Padres can still make the postseason. <laughs> like just because they're desperate to not be so wrong, even though they all thought they were going to win like 105 games. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're going to pat ourselves on the back too because I think we both said that the Padres didn't really move us that much at right. the start of the season too. Right. So uh, this mad dash where you've got like fucking Mike Petrello or however the fuck you say his name. like I think that's right. This is how the Padres can still make it. Like it's really fucking like this is how Trump can still win energy. <laughs> like we're to Manny Machado, so. <laughs> um, yeah, the – this this Padres coming on at the at the end of the season is is pretty hilarious and it's going to be a fitting end to this season because I don't I don't know if you've seen the number where like if if um if you flipped their record in one run games then they're like close to a hundred win team yeah like like yeah. they they actually it's it's, it's rather really insane funny. uh they if you flip everybody's records in one run games the Padres gain like eighteen wins and everyone else is like one or two and, and it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's they uh. um 
I, it's it's hard to really explain what's gone on with them. And, you know, we don't pay as close attention to them as we do the Dodgers. So it's hard to say, you know, from a from an outside perspective, what it is really because it's not that they have like a bad bullpen like like hater doesn't have that many blown saves um the hater's been a mostly effective closer for them so you wouldn't think when you see one run games you're like well it's the back end of the bullpen the back end of the bullpen is as shaky as any back end of the bullpen is they they still are able to solidify uh uh uh, wins late in games um i don't know if you want to get all like uh, what's uh, subjective, and uh, and and just say, well, it's they don't have that competitive spirit. Uh, their their yeah, stars are not true leaders, that, and like, but, uh, and yeah, it's it's hard to say that. But at the same there time, there are plenty of stories about how shitty that clubhouse is. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and really, like, I think the issue is like, how many times do you look at the Padres score and it's like, oh yeah, they put up seven runs in three innings. And then the next day they put up one run in nine innings. Yeah. Like they had a no hitter going the other night that they didn't complete because they just didn't score a run, I think. Right. Um, so, yeah, ju- just rest and piss. Um, this is your first chance to be like a big boy and you failed spectacularly, even if you do make the postseason. <laughs> uh, and I say that knowing that they're going to squeak in and somehow beat the Dodgers again. So. The reason why we're talking so heavily, Padres here off the top, because I hate, I, I hate. Unfortunately, we've divulged into this a lot, where like we're like, I'm, we're not going to talk about the Padres, and then we end up talking about. Yeah, the Yeah, it's there. Um, I will flat out say it. I, I think they're more interesting this year than the Dodgers, like in terms of everything that's gone on with that team. Only in the sense of like the better stories in the losing locker yeah, room, sort of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. This Dodgers team is really like the most fun I've had watching the Dodgers when I can actually watch them. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it's just it's ten and ten ten out of eleven, right? That's what you said. Ten out of eleven. Ten out of eleven. Titles. Yeah. Like it's just the, it's just what they do. Like, and it's been like it's felt like this for fucking six years now. Like, you win the division, and then okay, it's playoffs. Like that's that's what's up next. So, I it's just it's just fascinating the team that can spend that much money and collect that much talent can't win more than four games in a row until the end of the season and then all of a sudden like is it just expected that they're going to win 15 in a row and like squeak into the playoffs by one game (laughs) like is that is that realistic at all right it's there's there's too many teams in front of them like that's the problem like Like, they can't they and they play the giants like that's the thing is like the giants are crumbling which is hilarious right um if there's any takeaway from that game last night, I think it was what two wild pitches in a row to give the Dodgers a two-run lead. <laughs> so that that lets you know how things are going in San Francisco. Um, the the Padres have also like in this last they've got like the Rockies and the White Sox like they yeah, they've Cardinals. had incredibly yeah yeah um so it's also like no huge coincidence that the Padres are have gotten it rolling little at this uh, time. little fugazi um but the reason why we're talking about the Padres is because I want to really like take a look back at how we viewed this season coming into it. And uh, I, of course a lot of people, you know, not just us. And again, I said the Dodgers were going to win the wild card. I said that they were going to still be a playoff team. Um, whether or not you fully agreed, I'll let you uh, determine that. But <laughs> I said the Dodgers were still a playoff team. Um, uh, they, um, and, and the big reason why is we kind of figured that the Padres would win the division because just looking at the amount of talent they have, it would make sense. 
Um, and given the way they finished the end of last season as well, um, it, it, there seemed to be real momentum with that franchise, and it has all just come crashing down everywhere. Uh, they, you know, they, they had to lose their TV deal halfway through <laughs> the season. Uh, nobody wants to see AJ Preller's face around anymore. Uh, they're they're in a, a really poor position. You know what? That's kind of the silver lining to this late season run, though. Is like they probably won't fire him now. <laughs> I know. Oh, That'd be really funny. I know. God, um, please. No, they'll probably. I, somebody will have to take the fall for what's going on, and I think it will be Preller because I think they're going to want to keep Bob Melvin. Um, because yeah, Melvin is still a Melvin good manager. Like, yeah. Um, so when it comes to, they'll have to find their fall guy. And I think it's also, you know, very obvious that it should be Preller because when you, uh, just throw all your money at Xander Bogarts, just because you think it will look cool to everyone. Um, yeah, you, <laughs> you really, there needs to be a, uh, AJ, I have a free tip for you. Uh, just because you didn't sign Aaron judge doesn't mean you have to spend that money. Right. <laughs> or Trey Turner. They, they tried for Trey Turner as well and that didn't work. Um, but I do want to look back at how things looked at the start of the season because we were lower on the Dodgers simply because if you looked at the roster from the way the season ended previously to the start of this current season, it was hard to see them uh, fully being at that level again um, because it was a lot of like the the replacements that they made and the losses that they had losing Trey Turner and then having him in essence be replaced with Miguel Rojas you had to look at that and be like oh that's that's rough <laughs> that's a dip um you were depending on a, a couple of veterans to to pick up uh, their production for JD Martinez to return to form which he did and it's been fantastic oh. for David Peralta to be a, a productive platoon guy which he has been for Jason Hayward to revive his career which he has um and then uh, pitching wise you're looking at hopefully young guys coming up and and helping this rotation even if they're not ready which is is 100% is what happened. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff where it was just like, well, this has to happen and 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 this has to happen. Uh, and it, somehow it all happened. Yep. Which is yep. just crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's funnier. The JD Martinez being legitimate where like I told you the other day, like if for whatever reason they don't get Otani, I'm totally fine with giving him a two-year contract or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's funnier or the uh, Jason Hayward being a completely and like really excellently used player yeah. for the team. I, I don't know which one is funnier. <laughs> um, I, starting with JD, I, I think the the production that we've gotten from JD Martinez has been incredible. He did miss you know a few weeks due to injury, but that probably really helped him. Uh, be, you know, he's an older guy. Give him a, a few weeks off there in the middle of the season, and then he comes back and he's just been raking ever since. Um, to have this sort of presence in the middle of the lineup going into the playoffs is is uh, is a great feeling um, because it feels like it does anchor that middle four five six section a little better because obviously with Mookie and Freeman at the top of that lineup and then in in whatever order you've got you have Will Smith J D Max Muncy um, and then like Hayward Outman Peralta at the bottom part. Um, it's 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 great to have this sort of. I, I think the veteran presence does make a difference. I think that that 
um, his knowledge at the plate like comes through when he's hitting. And uh, I think that having that presence in the playoffs, especially the fact that he's getting it going right now, he has the chance to be a real difference maker um, on offense in, in the postseason. And yeah. that's something that they, they desperately need to see from the from the middle of the order. Uh, shout out, too, to uh, Max Muncy, who everybody wrote off because right. he was hitting 150 or whatever. But yeah. I think he's, what, at like 210 now with almost 40 home runs on the season? Yeah, like, yeah. And like decent defense at third, like he's he's playing well. Um, I think that it's kind of a testament to you're getting basically the best versions of everyone. Yeah, on offense Every, for sure. Yeah, offense for sure. Because um, it's not that people are necessarily playing insanely out of their mind, but you're. I mean, obviously, you're getting MVP level Mookie and Freddie. Um, you're getting J.D. Martinez being 30 home run level again, which for a 36, 37-year-old yeah. is great. Um, the only one who like isn't playing fully at their level offensively has been Will Smith, but that could be attributed to the fact that he was beaten over the head multiple times. <laughs> like <laughs> Apparently he broke his ribs midway through the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been beat up like crazy, uh, which, is, which is why it's so hard to find offensive production from catchers, right? Even when you have a guy as talented with the bat as Will Smith is, that position takes such a beating. Yeah. And yeah, Austin Barnes has played a good amount, but also I think that they've had to probably play Smith even more than you'd want to have your catcher play just because of how bad Austin Barnes has been offensively except for I think there was a a, a couple week span where suddenly he was hitting like an actual major league yeah, baseball like a player guy that might deserve a which, roster spot <laughs> which was insane um but yeah I I think we're seeing that kind of physical toll uh, take place with with Smith. Also, the fact that like you you're DHing him on his days off when JD was out, um, yeah. which is is good because you want Smith's bat in the lineup. But also, if there's anybody who needs regular rest, it's it's Will you're Smith catcher, more than yeah. anyone. Can so. I mm-hmm. can I do a can I do my Max Kellerman first take opinion real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, now you know I have the utmost respect for Ronald Acuna Jr. Right? Of course, great player. Yes. Um, Freddie Freeman being a 2020 player this year proves unequivocally <laughs> that Ronald Acuna's stolen base numbers are fugazi. <laughs> That's more Rob Parker, but you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. Call the odd couple. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I, I think that if people are still looking at stolen base numbers with the same lens that they've always looked at stolen base numbers that you, you've... You you got to take a second and be realistic. Yeah, I'm sorry, Freddie Freeman. Uh, no, uh, he not invalidates it, but yeah. like really ev- strong evidence to point towards the fact that these stolen base numbers are just stupid. <laughs> it is it is steroid era home run numbers. Like, yeah, quite frankly, totally. It's, it, the the game has changed where, and we went into this last time, but the game has has changed to the point where. Um, stealing bases has never been easier because of the fact that you know where defenders are limited to. Um, yes, the bases are bigger, but I, the biggest thing is that you've got a clock that is timing the pitcher and that you know when he has to start throwing the pitch. You have limitations on throwing over. It's all these things where like, if you if you just watch the clock and go when it hits one, then you're good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, And the Dodgers are two and a half games back of the Braves in the loss column 
for the best record in base or the best record in the National League. That sounds right. Right. So that's not entirely done either. No, it's not. It's not. So they that's, they have a real chance at at getting home field advantage. Like the Braves don't really play anybody either at the end of the year, so I, I wouldn't count on it. But like they got two more, they got three more against the Nationals, then three against the Cubs, and then looks like uh, maybe two or three more against the Nationals. So they, I, I wouldn't count on it, but that is very funny after yeah. the entire season of everybody sucking off the Braves at every possible turn. <laughs> Which again, I nothing but respect for the Braves. It's really weird how much they hate the Dodgers, right? Um, but yeah, that would be kind of that would also be very funny and a cherry on top. Um. I believe their win-loss uh, uh, total, the over-under coming into the season, was at, like, was 95. The Braves or the Dodgers? The Dodgers. Yeah, it was. And yeah. I remember being like, that seems very high. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so, that's weird. I hope you uh, you did not put money down because they are, uh, well, they're, they're a game away from Yeah, uh, we legally <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> no, no, um, no, we can't. Jason McIntyre will tell you about all the bets that he's made every day on the herd, despite being a California resident. Yeah, but, you know. yeah strange. I wonder how he does that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, that's fine. Um... um However, uh, I will throw a friend of the show, Blake Williams, under the bus because he was Do adamant it. throughout the season that they were going to win like 85 games. So mm-hmm. um, suck on that, Blake. <laughs> All right, Pete Blake. Uh, there it goes. Yeah, there's – and and so many people like like came into the season doubting the Dodgers. And I, and I think that it's – look – it was fair. Like it, it was a hundred percent fair to yeah, be hesitant you about can, the team. You can criticize the process and enjoy the results because yeah. the process sucked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. process was horrible. Yeah, there were there were absolutely holes coming like, into the season. Yeah, and every problem we thought they were going to have, they have had. Like the pitching, the rotation is bad. Like it, it's uh, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but uh. that's a lot of pressure on rookies going into the postseason because I'm not even going to count Kershaw like Kershaw whatever they get out of Kershaw yeah. is is a bonus but yeah. you're going to be starting like Bobby Miller is your game one starter yeah like that's that's kind of gross it um it is worrisome but I think and I think this season has represented the fact that like I don't want to say that pitching doesn't matter it absolutely does um but if you have the ability to just outslug the yes. other team, yeah, no, I that's I agree yeah. entirely. Like, and but that's the thing that's always been the Dodgers' problem is they just don't hit in the playoffs. Yeah, it would just suck to finally hit in the playoffs, but it doesn't matter because your rookie starters are giving up like seven <laughs> runs in the first <laughs> inning. But well, no, I think that's totally correct, and I think that's yeah. the right way to read this postseason. That's the only way this team is going to win anything is if they just. If they're just putting up like three or four runs every single half inning. Yeah. But I think the the benefit to the way the staff is constructed this season actually um, sets up well for the postseason in the sense of like you have very different roles. There's a starting rotation, sure, but like let's just let's just look at what the the, the pitchers that would make the playoff roster would be. This I, this is Andrew Friedman's wet dream. <laughs> yes, <laughs> quite staff, frankly, it is because it's he's never been more aroused than he is at this <laughs> moment. <laughs> and I think that this should work pretty well because you're going to look at using like four innings on one guy, yeah. three innings on another, and then 
an eighth inning reliever, a ninth inning reliever. So you'll have you'll have Kershaw, Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio, um, Emmett Sheehan, um, Lance Lynn, <laughs> uh, Ryan Yarbrough, um, and I feel I, like I'm I'm forgetting. But that all of these guys will be multiple inning pitchers. Yeah, and then relievers. You've got Caleb Ferguson, Alex Vesia, Joe Kelly, Evan Phillips, um, uh, Ryan Brazier, who has absolutely pitched his way onto the playoff yeah. roster. He's been phenomenal. Um, Shelby Miller and and Joe Kelly. Did I, I say Joe Kelly? He already did say Joe um, Kelly, but that's fine. Um, there's we, we, uh, let's Bruce see if we can get him on Bruce twice. Star, yeah, Gratterall will be there. I am not convinced that Lance Lynn is going to be on the postseason roster. This is where I think it would be interesting. Um and yes, obviously Lance Lynn has had the problems with the home run ball because yeah. that's that's what he does. He, um, I don't think he should be, but I think he's going to be just because they need somebody yeah. to pitch yeah. in games. I also think that we can't. In fairness, like Lance Lynn has had a couple of very strong starts. Yeah, like yeah. against the Padres, he was really good. I, um, and I would maybe because you you change your rosters from. DS to CS, right? Yeah, yeah. You so just I would, can't change in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. if you're playing, if you if you advance and you're playing the Braves in the NLCS, then I definitely don't know if I would start Lance Lynn in a game against that lineup. Right, but uh, it might it might go the other way though, where you're looking at a seven game series as opposed to a five game yeah. series, um, where you might need to just put them out there in game four, regardless of where they're at, unless they're I guess down three zero, then it gets weird. But you put them in that middle game four to rest more of the arms what would also be cool is if the phillies just beat the braves yeah again that would be fun <laughs> that'd be good uh yeah um yeah because if you look at like I, I i do agree that bobby miller should be a game one starter um and then i think you've got to do kershaw and Sheehan in game two with like pepio in game three Yarbrough piggybacks either Miller or Pepio. And then you're kind of looking at a Lance Lynn game four. Um, so, yeah, I think that the rotation lines up in a way where it allows it allows Dave to be pretty aggressive with pulling starters early in games. Oh, God. Which he's done before. Oh, no. <laughs> he's absolutely done that in the postseason before. Um, but I, the benefit is, is that he doesn't have to go to like Ryan Madsen in the fifth inning, uh, <laughs> instead. Was, that the, was, was Madsen the one who gave up that fucking tank to the Cubs? Um. Who was that? Uh. Is it 16? I, I just keep picturing him coming in against the Braves and getting shelled after having like, like Madsen had a, had a good fifth inning. <laughs> the game before that and then it the same thing happened the next night so dave was like all right ryan madsen first out of the pen again and then he just yeah no i can't i can't wait to have that sinking feeling in my chest of hearing like i mean who who's this year's pedro Baez? i don't know um that's the thing i i don't think think there is one one, which is very nice Um, but yeah just that sinking feeling like in the world series against the rays yeah like yeah uh, yeah and Baez is on the mound just like fucking falling to the ground asking (laughs) what i did to deserve this because like gratterall has like i don't remember the exact numbers double digits uh, consecutive scoreless innings like yeah he's he's, he's been doing really well 
So um, there's a chance. Yeah. Any, everything good has to come to an end eventually. Right. Right. Um, Can you get his mom? Yeah. I, she, she's got a gun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she was. <laughs> I saw that pitch. I'm like, my goodness. Like, that should that, honestly that get great. Stephen A. Smith removed from his show. The fact that Yasmalia Groundall or uh, Gratterall just fucking smoked one across the plate and he can't even can't even get to the dirt fucking Stephen A. And I'm supposed to listen to this guy's opinions on sports. Right. Get the hell out of exactly. here. Exactly. Everyone likes to bring up the fact that Mina Kimes never played in the NFL. I would just like to see uh, what what team did Stephen A. Smith play for <laughs> in any sport? What what team did he play for? Oh, um, um, so, yeah, no, I think that the one thing about the pen, um, if – if anybody were to get hurt and not be involved for whatever reason, because both Shelby Miller and, and Joe Kelly are back, um, and I think that they both should be on the the postseason yeah. roster. Um, but man, those two innings of Kyle hurt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, those are good. Like, to, to watch his stuff. That's fine. I, this guy, what, he was he was the Dodgers minor league pitcher of the year, ha- led minor league baseball in in strikeout rate and strikeouts per nine had like 150 something strikeouts over 100 innings um he's he's got nasty swing and miss stuff and he looks like a guy who absolutely could be in a major league bullpen right now um and it's kind of it was he was so good that it was surprising that it like took this long um yeah but i mean also the dodgers bullpen has been rather good for the most part so Uh it hasn't I mean, since since they were very bad, yeah, <laughs> there yeah. was for the no, first the, couple months they were very bad, but they've been they've been good. So. The best part about Kyle Hurt too is that he is in fact a USC Trojan fight on. There you go. So, could get him in there, guys. Let's go. <laughs> um, I yeah, I think that he'd be a very intriguing piece. I think there's no obvious person that he would take the place of. It um, is, <laughs> it is funny though to look uh, at the story about Kyle Hurt being named minor league, you know, pitcher of the year, and then see who was the position player of the year. Yeah. Uh, and Michael Bush, who for whatever reason, I would love if he could just do anything like he does at AAA in the majors. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't quite get why it doesn't translate him and Vargas both. But right, they're gonna have to next year, man. I, I, yeah, I think Bush is gonna get an extended shot next year, and they'll they'll give Miguel Vargas another chance if we want to talk about things that we yeah, were that, wrong no, about later. at the start yeah, of the season. No, that's we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that in our yearly uh, The Dodgers Did Not Win at All right. episode. Look, we were right about a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go back and listen to the trade deadline. Yeah. If you wanna... <laughs> we told you exactly how the we, trade deadline yeah, was going to we happen. Were, hate to say we told you so. Yes. But uh, in fairness, I also said get more excited about Miguel Vargas than James Altman. And, um, <laughs> Idiot. That was, yeah. All, look, all I said was get more excited. So that just meant you were more disappointed. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> this is a show of high and low emotions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are the, we're the, uh, it's so over, we're so back meme in person form. <laughs> uh, which I'm ready to feel every day in Oh, October. every single pitch, dude. I that's, can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Well, it's different for me this year, at least. I don't know. Like, I, I don't expect them to do anything. Like, it would not shock me at all if they lost in the divisional series. Are they going to play a wild card game? Like, they don't have to play in the wild card round, do they? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it wouldn't shock me at all if they lost in the divisional series because, like, the pitching is just not good. But also, like, they could just fucking be the Giants of 10, 12, and 14 and just somehow win the World Series, and I wouldn't be surprised either way. So, right. Uh, it's house money for me at this point. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I think um, if they were 
to lose in the division series, I think that's definitely a disappointment, given the way that the season has gone and the fact that they could easily end up even being the one seed at this point. Um, <laughs> it, it would, if they it get would the one seed and lose to like yeah the Brewers or something, I guess yeah. I would be uh, disappointed. But I'm not going to be like upset, right? Like 19 when they lost in the Nationals, I was upset. We were upset. Yeah. Everybody was upset. Yeah, that was upsetting. When a Dave Roberts dead, not just fired, yeah. but. Uh, now it's uh, I'm just kidding, Dave. We love you. Um, <laughs> now it's just kind of like, uh, you know, football's on at the end of the day. Like, not um, gonna, not gonna really ride the emotions. I am stoked to like watch the Orioles in the postseason. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe fun. some new blood in the AL. Right. Um, and someone other than the Astros, please. Yeah. So, yeah, if they were to, like, just end up getting to the championship series and losing to the Braves in the championship series, I, I'm not going to... I think that's the level where I'd feel like, all right, I'm 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 good with how they did this season. Yeah. Of course, obviously, we want them to win the World Series, and they have a very real shot. I think that this team is... We've talked about it before throughout this entire season. The The fact that they are having fun, they clearly enjoy playing with one another, um, and they're just constructed in a way where the lineup has that that grittiness. Pizzazz. Right? Oh, there you go. There's <laughs> there the word. There we go. There, there it is. is. <laughs> they have that grit. Nick Punto um, alert. <laughs> but it is, it is that feeling of this team never feels like they're out of it. And, and that's, you know, we, it does feel honestly more fun than last season when they won so much um and it it feels like they're they don't have that level of tension coming into the postseason with that heavy weight of expectation because like even even if they take the one seed from the braves i still think the expectations are on the side of the braves so yeah um i want to throw this out though how funny would it be if freddie freeman and uh, jason hayward beat the braves in the playoffs (laughs) yeah Very. Would you rather play the winner of the Marlins Brewers or the Diamondbacks Phillies? Marlins Brewers? Yeah, that's how yeah. I feel as well. And yeah. that's that's what that would right now and probably will. That's that would be the three six. Yeah, series. I don't want any piece of the Phillies. Yeah, I I don't either. Or out the of, Diamondbacks for that matter, but I really don't want any piece of the Phillies. Yeah, out of those four teams, I definitely agree that the Phillies are the scariest. I think the Marlins have a ton of talent, and the Marlins are not, like, I could easily see the Marlins beating the Brewers. Yeah. Um, The Brewers don't do a lot for me in terms of, like, uh, being a team. I guess that I think about <laughs> like it is surprising sorry, that Dan. they're gonna win the central. Right? Yeah, like, but I think that's that's more just like the, central's the centrals bad. are both just stupid. Like yeah. the NL Central is slightly better, but right, like um, because the Reds really fell off, and, yeah. and the Cubs are still kind of there, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the Brewers still have like a. Well, they have a more reliable front end of the rotation, I guess, but the the Marlins have a scarier rotation. Um, but it it would also be the same thing where like they've got a couple studs at the top, and then it's and then it's very young. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, yeah, actually, the Marlins would 
definitely scare me more than the Brewers, I think, <laughs> coming out of that division, which is uh, or coming out of that, that yeah. series, which yeah. is interesting. But yeah, that's that's the thing. If the Dodgers get the one, then they're playing the winner of four or five, which as it is right now is Phillies Diamondbacks. Um, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want any part of the Phillies. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's just something about that Phillies team. It's I guess they're just like the Dodgers where mm-hmm. they can score six runs in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. Uh that'd be interesting. So yeah, I think I the only thing you sacrifice from being the two instead of the one is you don't get home field in the championship series unless the Phillies take out yeah. the Braves. Yeah. Or, or the Diamondbacks take out the Braves. So yeah. I mean it is entirely possible still. Um yeah, interesting. Well, there's another 10 games or so, and they could still hit the under on the win total. Don't worry. They If the Dodgers go 0-10 here, that, that's, that's 94. That's possible. And then I mean, you're, yeah. under cashes. Um, <laughs> one last uh, uh, baseball note in general. Um, I think we're we're all good with the Dodgers. Um, thankfully, we didn't have to touch on anything that we touched on in the last episode. Yeah. This is a very fun episode. We are we are light and happy, and we are even, just ignoring there's the There's only one guy with yeah. the Julio name on the Dodgers. It's as if we're... Julio Daniel. That's the one, baby. <laughs> it's as if we are uh, uh, just painting over his picture with yeah. pictures of other people. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are just... We're just going to move on. Do you know how badly I want J.D. Martinez to play a huge role in a, like... A World Series win for the Dodgers, so I could justify a JD Martinez jersey. Oh yeah, God, oh, yeah. please, That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um. Uh. So the Dodgers are. They just had uh, the Tigers come into the t- come come into town. Come into the town. Uh, they just had the Tigers come into town, and uh, Miguel Cabrera is retiring. Um, unfortunately, the Tigers uh, not making the postseason this year either. So, uh, so, so Cabrera's career is over. Um. And uh, the Dodgers gifted him uh, his own Hollywood uh, star on, nice. on, from That's the good. Walk of Fame. They they actually they went to Hollywood Boulevard with the jackhammer, just yeah, d- went to town on the sidewalk and took it right out and gave it to him. <laughs> so <laughs> it's crazy they found someone named Miguel Cabrera that had a, walk, <laughs> was, a star on the uh, Walk of Fame. Uh, big Telemundo star in the seventies, <laughs> <laughs> Miguel Cabrera. Unfortunately, his star is no longer on Hollywood Boulevard. And there is just a. Uh, a big divot there. Uh, you just got to walk around it if you're trying to get the Shake Shack. Well, yeah, why are you on Hollywood Boulevard in the first place? Um, so uh, then the the um, the 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 Tigers are now up in Oakland, um, and so because now the A's, this will be the last time that Miguel Cabrera will probably ever step foot. In the yeah, he's no reason to go back there. Um, so the the A's. Uh, gave him a nice gift. Yeah. Given that they're actually in the American League as well, so they've they've seen Miguel more Tons. over the last decade than Tons. we have. They know him better than a lot of people might know themselves. So the Oakland A's decided to gift Miguel Cabrera a nice bottle of wine. <sighs> now here's here's the extra layers to this. Okay, obviously for one, um, yeah, this is how cheap the Oakland A's are, where they literally gifted a man a ninety dollar <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> As a as a congratulations on the three thousand hits and the surefire Dude, Hall just, of Fame career. I know every team is giving you these really nice things. You get gold plated jerseys and whatnot. Here's a we. That's so. <laughs> it's just so insane because like I know they're the A's, 
But like, you're still a major league baseball team. You can fucking get the cask of Amontillado and give it to Miguel Cabrera. Like, I wouldn't even give you a $90 bottle of wine to celebrate your engagement or your wedding or something. Like, I wouldn't even do I wouldn't do that. Like, what is wrong with him? But I think the next layer of this story that you're going to talk about is even funnier because yeah. I didn't know this yeah. until I read this on a tweet. Yeah. So I'm very excited yeah. about this one. <laughs> well, then, yes, because they, they had Tony Kemp run down to BevMo. <laughs> they gave him a $100 bill and said, go, go wild, Tony. Yeah. Get him something Keep real the change, nice. change, Tony. <laughs> um, and then uh, um, Jack Harris of the LA Times uh, uh, reported this morning. He's like, yeah, that is the same bottle of wine that Jason Hayward uh, gifted every member of the Dodgers at the start of the season, uh, which is hilarious. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, awesome. do you not know this other factoid? And then, yes. Yes. Okay. There is the extra layer of the fact that uh, Miguel Cabrera, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miguel Cabrera went to rehab in 2010 uh, uh, oh, due to his alcohol abuse. Man, um, Miguel Cabrera is a recovering alcoholic. That's so and, fucking good. And of all the things that they could have given a recovering alcoholic, yeah, like here, here's a ninety dollar bottle of wine, dude. Can you imagine if there's a story tomorrow where it's like, yeah, uh, the Tigers don't know where Miguel Cabrera is. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for him. If the A's caused literally one of the greatest baseball players of all time to relapse, um. <laughs> It'd be so good. And the best part is, it's like, it's not just because he's like plays for them. Like yeah. he's like, oh fuck, I, I'm ending my career in Oakland. I better start drinking again. Like they just gave it to him as a gift because they don't fucking care. <laughs> they probably didn't even realize that Miguel Cabrera was coming to town until like the day of. <laughs> and they sent like a clubhouse kid out to buy booze. I think the A's owner happened to, to have a barbecue a couple nights before <laughs> and uh, his neighbor came by to uh there you go yeah and was like here 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 you go this has been on my yeah because they didn't they didn't televise it but they also gave him a toaster (laughs) and uh, a bread maker they uh they gave him a personalized corkscrew with the bottle it's just a it is written in sharpie is cabrera and uh, they're like here you go here's uh and it was in it was in a gift bag um that you you get in line at bevmo uh, <laughs> a couple sheets of tissue in there. Um, That's so. You know. I. And they're like, "Congrats on the retirement. Enjoy it, but not all in one night." Miguel. And this is the team we're trying to put in Las Vegas. Really, <laughs> this is the best we can do. <laughs> That's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. That's uh. God damn, that's so good. It's it's just so many layers. So many. It's yeah, no, either the, they forgot or, yeah. or this is just simply how cheap of an organization they are. The alcohol to the recovering alcoholic is the best part of the story. And I, of course, can't. it's the fact that they just completely overlooked. I can't that stress that enough. Like, that's so alcoholic. good. That is so good. Like, nobody on the team was like, hey, guys, uh, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> well, none of them were alive in no. 2010. So, yeah. in fairness nobody, to the Oakland Nobody days, caught that. <laughs> No, not no a single idea. person in the organization. <laughs> None, n- nobody on that team was cognizant of baseball at, in 2010. They were all two years old at the time. <laughs> so so I get it. I, I get where that, that new story might have uh, missed their radar. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, boy. It's... We, we could... We got to stop ourselves because I, I I will I I will just keep going on that story for a good twenty minutes. Um, all right. Well, 
this will probably, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll do a season recap and maybe before the division series starts. Um, yeah, yeah, look ahead to whoever they play in the division series. And, uh, you know, last year we made jokes about like, ah, we have this great season. <laughs> we're just going to get bounced by the Padres in four games. And that's hundred percent what we happened. Right. So, um, it's better you know. to be right than happy. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll wrap this up here. Um, if you, you know, as always, we got the socials. We got yeah. the we got the podcast. We got we're catching. Diamond. Can I just my Make quick hope for the postseason, real quick? Yes. Um, this should this will be the year for going on five straight years where our dear friend Rob Parker picked the Padres and the Yankees in the World Series. Uh-huh. Feeling it this year. <laughs> this is the year, baby. Um, we love Rob, and Rob is. Rob has beat the drum hard for Mookie Betts for MVP. Yeah, so, no, so I'm not. It's just I'm a little, just, I'm, little, little ribbon here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring up the fact that just a couple months ago he said the Mets and Padres were still going to make yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, no, that's um, that's another story. That's that's we're just looking forward to next year when we got to hear about the Padres going to the World Series again. <laughs> well, uh, until next time, um, hopefully, you know we're 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 getting back to just the worst experience for us. Um, and that is baseball playoffs because no season baseball. Um, Hello, darkness, my old friend. God, maybe I won't care about it as much this year. I'm telling and, you, try and, it. It's and great. I'll, I'll, I'll put a couple years back onto my life. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, no, just try it. It's great. Uh, all right, we'll catch you next time. See uh, you guys. Uh, thank you as always, the House Band Ass Life. This is Swing Shift. Play us off, folks. Bye bye. <laughs>